Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. Episode 432. You got it. Yes. I got it. We got it this time. Brought to you on the Sunday of the Super Bowl. We're pre-recording this one, so we don't know the results. So don't ask us. Go look at your TV. Who's winning the Puppy Bowl? Who's winning the Bud Bowl? Do they still do the Bud Bowl? No. Not for okay. a while now. Um, who's winning the Techno Bowl? We won't know. We won't know. But we we will want you to to, to let us know. Are you having a good time? Uh, hashtag Double Deuce having a good time. Having a good time. And let us know if you're having a good time. Do you like that? I kind of sang that one so it'd stick in people's memories. Yeah. No, I think that'll help it help help it be memorable. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if uh I wonder if the the the, the great uh liberal conspiracy has come to fruition. This is the thing is like I'm sitting here in the past uh gleefully wondering and and I and I and I really want to know. Uh I'm in this Super Bowl this year more for the uh QAnon style conspiracy theories than the commercials. Mm-hmm. Um and and also as always the chicken wings. Wings are good. You know, I feel like we used to have more chicken wing related events in our lives, you and I. Yeah. I feel like we need to get back to chicken wings. I feel like the thing that that has affected that some is us not being downtown as much and also Buffalo Wild Wings not being downtown anymore. Like we we got put further away from wings than we used it's to true. be. It's true. We could roll into greenhouse culture, the weird church that is where Buffalo Wild Wings was, and be like, "Look us some wings, you Jesus freaks." Yeah, but uh, I don't know if that would work. Um, they may not appreciate that tone. Oh, are they tone policing me now? Maybe. Are they going to tone police me? Maybe. Turn the other cheek, motherfuckers. And that's not me. That's your boy. That's your poster boy for the afterlife. I'm I'm a I'm a happy atheist. Pew pew pew. When it's all done, it's all done. You got to worry about your eternity. Me, I'll just be returning to my natural form, which is a bunch of fucking molecules and floating through the universe, not giving a shit. Yeah, I mean that's my afterlife plan. It's also my retirement plan. I'm not very good at long term planning. No, it just it's the same. You're better at short term planning, just the same as we talked about your memory last week and your running. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I I'm, I live the Zen of of dwarves is I think what it all comes down to. Please, again, don't tell my wife. She uses every opportunity that she can to harass me. And I, you know, I don't like using the trophy like, oh, my wife, blah blah blah. But she's actually legitimately out to get me. Yeah. It's not it's not just like some like, oh, ha, 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 like, oh, if you, if you don't like her, why'd you marry her? And I, I like her a lot, but that mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact doesn't, that doesn't change what what she's plotting and scheming. Yeah. Like, 
you, I mean, I in my my Aesop's fable, like that snake knew what that scorpion was gonna do when he took him across the river. But like, you like the scorpion. It's like the scorpion's kind of hot and it has a fun laugh and likes my sense of humor and and I want to be with the scorpion my entire life. And then the scorpion's like, nope. It doesn't. It doesn't help either that you're again with your your proclivity for for speediness. You're you're not here for a long time. You're here for a good time. So it makes the scheming even that much easier. Like they don't need. It doesn't need to be quite as as fanciful or or, or elaborate. I think I yes. Assume. I think I'm. A, I think I agree with that. I'm. I mean, I, although I feel like there was something of a backhanded compliment in there somewhere. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that that's. I mean, I'm not. It's not. I'm not running very far either. So I, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. I'm just saying, yeah. like that makes it easier to potentially, like, ensnare you in schemes because you're, you're, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be running headlong as fast as you can, for you know, as short as you can, right in, right into a trap. Yeah, yeah, they're they're planners and they're like, let's go fucking do this shit. The the Leroy Jenkins model, right? Yeah, and, and I'm I'm more on the Leroy Jenkins side of the spectrum than the logistics and planning side. Which, uh, you know, uh, Jacqueline grew now. The, my wife, who who we talk about on this podcast sometimes, who was the scorpion in the aforementioned Aesop's fable thing. Anyway, she she's more of a logistics person mm. i said juggernaut once and she didn't like that much but i can understand that i mean you don't really think about juggernauts as being super attractive right no one's like the well, sexiest i don't, I don't juggernaut know that it, it implies any kind of like it's just you know like an i feel like it's it's a dominant potentially unstoppable force moving moving steadily my, it's forward. always brought to my mind like a really janky pirate ship like ah here comes the juggernaut ah yeah i mean, I mean ah! one, one could say that it, it's it's a symbol of strength and, and effectiveness and and uh ultimate uh ultimate victory I mean, one, one, one could. What do you imply? Again, I feel like there's, there's. I'm just saying, like it, it seems, it seems like you're, you're attributing, like, uh, you're anthropomorphizing it in a way that, that, uh, I, I don't know that it needs to be, or it is entirely fair. Mm. I appreciate your honesty. I have to admit, I was taken aback for a brief moment by how. Uh, brutal and forthright it was but uh in upon I just, reflection i just mean like think about like there's lots of things that can be juggernauts like like little sam in the lord of the rings is kind of a juggernaut steadily making his way to mount doom carrying his master by his with his own strength of will by the end like unstoppable like that's a juggernaut too and he's just a little guy mm, mm. Just, you know i feel a, like a little, uh, a little guy Little Juggernauts is a great name for uh, an album or or maybe a, a book, um, uh, like Nelson's Book of Little Juggernauts. Um, I, I I'm gonna gift that to you. That's my gift to you today because I want you, despite what I may occasionally say on this podcast, I want you to be happy and I want you to 
I want you to have that. That that will will help you to to be happy. Um, so I, that my gift. All right. Yeah, book revenue yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, increase your revenue streams. Speaking of revenue streams, uh, folks. We're on the search for a sponsor. Are, are you someone who has a product? Mm. We would like to talk about your product. Well, again, we we've got. I think we've got one on the hook, but it doesn't mean we can't have another one. So we would we could we could have up to three sponsors, I think, and still manage to have a pretty successful twenty-two minute a week podcast. Yeah, I mean, I haven't well, run that by twenty-two and change. I'd say I don't know that we we don't hit twenty-two all so much anymore. Sometimes no, we're usually over twenty-four. We got intros sure, and sure. outros like that adds time. We're not like those chintzy people though, who just stick to exactly the prescribed time. And then you have to get the Patreon to get any extra. Like we give you a little more up front, and then yeah. should you choose to uh, join our Patreon, uh, which by the way, we have a Patreon and you should sign up for it. You get mm-hmm. tons it's of bonuses. It's not a hard out is what we're saying. The 22 minutes, the 22 minutes is like uh well, it's about time to be hitting that old dusty trail, kind of, you know, getting up, finishing that beer, putting your hat on, stretching a little, shaking hands with some people, saying goodbye yeah. to the bartender. It's where we start saying our Midwest goodbyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes our Midwest awkward pauses. We do those too. Yeah. It, t- it yeah. takes a little while to get out of the podcast. You can't just bail out. No, I mean, we get deeply invested in our work. I don't know if, if people appreciate the the literal hours, three or four, that we have put into this podcast over the years. I mean, it's been more than, than that just for the, because e- each minute of runtime is time we put into it. True. And there's, True. there's a whole bunch of runtime. Who even knows? With, well, like oh, we man. said, with the variable run lengths and live shows which by the way we're still gonna have that live for 25th we're looking at the end of the month i think maybe friday the first of march i was looking at a calendar friday the first of march looks like maybe the day that we're shooting for but we'll let you know yeah we are gonna figure this out together folks hopefully by the time uh, you're listening to this pre-recorded episode we'll have been figuring that out and we'll be able to let you know but we'll see yeah, and uh, congratulations to whatever team is uh, winning the Super Bowl. Yes. And I, I hope that by now, Big Pharma has interceded, uh, and you're all aware that it's uh, it, there's going to be a new military-style takeover of our government. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this during the Super Bowl, my, my guess is that I'll probably drop it Saturday night to Sunday morning. So pre Super Oh, Bowl. Okay, never mind. And then forget I said it. I'm not trying to make mm. any predictions. You can here. put it on early at your Super Bowl parties be- before like the commercials start easing in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I hope we get Matthew McConaughey shirtless because what is a Super Bowl commercial without shirtless Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, or Michael McFadden. Uh, you know, we th- maybe he could be the new Matthew McConaughey. Maybe it's maybe it's time uh, for Michael McFadden to, to to step up and and do a shirtless Super Bowl commercial. I saw there's a movie with him and Colin Firth in it where they're like trying to trick the Nazis into not seeing D Day coming with some spy craft. That looks like it could be fun. Nice, nice. I, I, I like that. And where he, I, where, where, where Michael McFadden even gets to be British like he is. 
that's awesome because he doesn't often get to be British like he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just saw uh, about half of the uh, revisited the terrible 2011 Three Musketeers with like the steampunk vibe. I don't um, think I ever actually saw that. You know what? You are not missing a GD thing, except it's got a very early pre-famous James Corden as a innkeeper who keeps getting like all the shit talked on him, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and it's also got Orlando Bloom and that other actor that looks almost exactly like Orlando Bloom, who every time I see him, I think he's Orlando Bloom, but he's not. Okay. Yeah. And then Orlando and then, Bloom and Bizarro Orlando Bloom. Yeah. And Ray Stevenson, which always makes me happy. Like I oh, could yeah. watch Ray Stevenson slaughter a phone book and I'd be, I'd be happy because he wouldn't read it. He'd just attack it. Yeah. Ray Stevenson would. And he'd be like, I'm he, would, he, he, he might read it, but that. not till it's dead. Right, right. You can't, you can't I, I, suffer I still, a phone book to live. I, I think one of the quotes, you know, we all have those quotes that we go to in our lives that just for any situation, movie quotes. And Ray Stevenson from Beowulf, I'm here to kill your monster, is one I try to throw in to as many conversations in my life as I can. Because uh, I, I love him. I love him. I'm sad he's dead. The 2023 yeah. was awful. 2024, it's starting out with like hold my beer. 2023, I I got this, and uh, quite frankly, I'm sad. I'm sad, and I don't want to live in this world anymore. Except I do because I got things to live for. But I'm also fairly disappointed with everything that's happening. Uh, that was a little bit of a downturn uh, emotionally and tonally. Uh, let's 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 pick it back up. Uh, Ray yeah, sorry, I was taking notes too, so I wasn't able to jump in and try to pull you. Well, back it's okay. From the ledge. I, I just realized. I just said. I'm I, glad I that you re- said, you did the like you know you stepped and like knocked those couple rocks free over the edge and realized how close you were getting and and took a step back yourself. Yeah, well, I think it was the part where I said I don't want to live in this world anymore, and I went, you know, wait, that can be misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. It's not a cry for help. That's more of a, a scream of frustration. It's it's more. Uh, you would rather live in a better world than not live in any world. Yeah, yeah. Like take me out of this multiverse and put me in the better multiverse where I I'm I just hosted Saturday Night Live and and we won the lottery and we basically just jet set everywhere and uh, look good in in like our 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 diving suits and our ski suits and like have adventures together and we eat a lot of popcorn. And we uh, and we 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 make people laugh wherever we go. Man, I was seeing today that SNL's getting kind of out of pocket. What with uh, like having Chappelle on a couple weeks ago, and I guess they had Nikki Haley on last night. And then I guess they're having that dude who got fired from SNL for being racist hosting next week. It's just like, what's going really? on, wow. guys? <laughs> what's going yeah. on over there? Uh, we actually we we watched the the Nikki Haley uh, episode and uh, yeah that was awkward boy I, you know I just the pandering is never never I feel like it it's it's good. never it's never worth it to bring on someone like that to try to like do a softball make fun of them when you could just make fun of them having one of your own performers pretend to be them yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like agree, yeah. You gain nothing by having them actually on. All you do is maybe on some level, like make them a little bit more look a little bit better for no good reason. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic and it's not, not super comfortable, but there was, it's not even like a thing you can do to try to like get maybe people who would tune in to see her. Cause it's not like she was even announced. She just kind of popped in. So it's not like Mm -hmm. it was even a thing they could try to reap any benefit from. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And and nor, nor does she really like, galvanize any base really no i I don't know it just doesn't seem like there's a lot there but uh what was funny was that they did a in that show they did a a, uh one of their little song numbers about the the dune to popcorn buckets oh yeah which i I don't know if you've seen those but uh yeah the the sandworm flashlights the sandworm flashlights and it, it goes about like that but um i literally thought those were a joke at first, I thought this is some bad internet. I did wonder, yeah, if it was just someone photoshopping something ridiculous. But then it was like, no, these, I guess, are real. And I don't understand what the benefit is in any way to them. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, Bob and marketing fucking failed by not, like, looking at that and then going, hey, guys, guys there's a problem. All it seems <laughs> like you're you're accomplishing is making it harder to get popcorn out of a popcorn bucket. Like you, you're going to have to like take a fewer pieces. Is it, are you just trying to make maybe they're just trying to make the popcorn last throughout the movie and it's hard you're not going to maybe get a refill cuz you're only being able to grab a few kernels at a time to try to save some popcorn money. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a it's a subtle like here they won't be able to eat as much popcorn as fast so they one, they won't run out, and two, they won't get a refill. I mean, I I guess, but it's not like they're doing that for That's my only movie. guess. It's that like, seems like the yeah. only thing that makes any sense to me as, as for doing that. I mean, I remember for a little while they were they were playing around with like smell of vision in theaters in the eighties and and maybe this is like sort of a tactile experience, like, you know, feel the maker in your in when you when you get your popcorn maybe maybe i don't know i don't know i just i'm i'm not looking forward to how many jokes we're gonna have to hear about having sex with your with a popcorn bucket it's already started nelson yeah i mean i'm guessing we'll get through them now it's not like that many people go to the movies in person anymore I am a little disappointed because I felt I feel like the that that first Dune came out in the COVID times, and so it just came out on 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 uh, little screens for free, mm-hmm. and that was such an amazing time. That was like that was like an extra bonus gift from COVID. Was like, oh, here are a bunch of like first run movies in your house. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind I didn't it. Mind it. I- I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I liked. I liked it. And now I don't. I, now I'm kind of a little bit belligerent about having to to go back and pay a bunch of money for the second one, especially because we both know how we felt about the first Dune. It's like I I want to see the second one because I liked it more than you did. I have to say. Yeah. I think in your your analysis of it, I get it. I'm I'm just a Dune buff, so I'm 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 like you know I will. I know it's not great, but I enjoyed it. I like long pauses. I like people staring at each other. I like throat singing. I mean, the, what more could you ask for from that movie? But I, I am a little pissed off that I can't just watch the second one for free, too, because stupid COVID isn't around anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's still around, but we yeah. just don't acknowledge It's just it. not, yeah. we're not in the middle. We, we've decided to just go for it these yeah. days. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely not yeah. going to watch it until I can watch it at home. But I am going to get a Dune popcorn bucket because, God damn it, I want to be part of the zeitgeist, too. Okay. I, I want to believe. I want to be participate. I mean, I don't even know if it'll make it to Kansas. I mean, that seems like the type of limited edition nonsense. Well, I wasn't sure, goes. too, yeah, if it was like first, if it was like a, a, a nationwide Dune thing or if it was a specific theater chain thing. I didn't I didn't really pay yeah. close enough attention to catch that. It's like something AMC's doing or something. I don't know. Well, listeners, we want to hear from you. Would you have sex with a dude in popcorn bucket? Let us know. Hashtag double deuce. I would fuck that bucket. Or is is this like, do you want this to be but the first of many fuckable popcorn buckets, listeners? Ah, now there you go. And and what movies do you think lend themselves to fuckable popcorn buckets? Yeah. Let us know what's on your summer fuckable popcorn bucket watch list. Yes. We want to know. Fuckable popcorn bucket is surprisingly tricky to say over and over again. A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listeners, say fuckable popcorn bucket ten times fast. Loudly if you're on public transportation. Let's kick this off. Let's do it. Are you saying it? Why aren't you saying it? You bastards. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're like listening to this on a subway or something, you don't have to say it out loud. We'll let that pass. But if you're alone in your car, then you have no excuse. Hey, we're we're almost out of time, but uh quick recommendation. I'm I'm liking the the Woman in the Wall series with Ruth Wilson uh all about um as, as sort of a, a, a kind of mad Irish lady. Uh, I haven't seen but, it mad for a reason it's only about four episodes in i would suggest waiting till the whole thing was done and then binging it i got that feeling about it i think it's going to be a binger okay but uh it's it's one to one to look out for it's enjoyable i like ruth wilson i think she's a good actress she does uh does kind of crazy real well and it's all it takes place in ireland and so there's unintentional comedy because irish people are funny i i watched that blue eye samurai i like that a lot yeah, that was real good. That was real yeah. good. I'm excited to see Blue-Eyed Samurai uh, 2 in London. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. That is interesting. I did think it was a little yeah. odd just because the Japanese were, they'd kind of throttled back on using rifles in, in that era, but they still, I would say, had developed them and, and using like rotating, alternating fire and principles like that before the Europeans really got that figured out. So I did think it was a little, uh, a little odd having the British guy be like, "We're bringing these rifles into Japan; they'll never see it coming." And so I was like, "I'm not sure why none of the palace guard there had uh, had rifles at all." I don't know. That's a really good question. Because that was I uh, don't have. I know they got it. They got them for like the Portuguese back in I don't know, the early 1500s. I I got held up Started by making like... their own. I know that the the guy with no hands did a lot of things that people with no hands would really kind of have a legitimate struggle doing. But the one that got me was the one point when he was eating, he had chopsticks attached to his wristbands. And I'm like, how does that work? Yeah, I did wonder about that. Um, Those are some some solid wristbands because he was also like hammering with them. Yeah, yeah, he he did a lot. He did a lot. I did appreciate it. I wondered, it was interesting. I was wondering if the, uh, cause technically that would have been, 
during like the Edo period and the Tokugawa shogunate. But the but the Shogun family they called Ito, and I was wondering if that was a reference to Lone Wolf and Cub, because I know there was an Ito clan, but they just never got up to that much important. But the Ito clan, that's the you know the main characters from Lone Wolf and Cub were Ito clan. So I was wondering if that was a little like subtle, uh, subtle thing there. I never saw anyone mention it. What surprised me, I think one of the the creators was a uh, big in, into graphic novels and uh, and comics. So mm. would well, Open Cubs pretty seminary, and also like yeah. just a good historical document about Edo era uh, Japan when you get down to it, like day to day life. Well, there you go. So, folks, if you're looking for something to do during the Super Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. read Lone Wolf, Wolf and Cub and learn more about the Edo uh, era of Japan. Yeah. And don't forget to uh, let us know if you're going to fuck that mug. Yeah. Uh, Double Deuce, let us know if you're fucking that popcorn. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the decaduces we got will singing or if you want to pay for him not to sing there is a way to pay for no singing the world's your oyster all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so much stuff that's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah yeah Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. (laughs) Double deuce. Good episode.